Yes, indeed. You know the drill. Talk about practice. Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show is on the way. Full squad in the building. It's good to be back. We want to thank you for spending some of your evening with the nonsense it is we do around here. We also want to shout out our friends over at Chico Velo, supporting bicycling education and advocacy since 1980. Chico Velo encourages you to ride your bicycle and park it safely at their bike valet when available at the Thursday night market and Saturday farmer's market. For more information, visit chicovelo.org. You can also find them on Facebook. We got a lot of sports to talk to, talk to, talk about. We'll probably talk about sports, not to sports. Good, good uh, verbiage. All right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> Were you expecting more? I, I don't know. He was expecting sports to talk back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And they didn't. Nope. All right. Silence. Let's get a word from our sponsors. This episode of Talking About Practice is made possible by the Civil War. Because if you don't try to break up every once in a while, are you really even trying? We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up. We just talk about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. Yes, indeed. You know the drill. Talking about practice, Chico's number one sports talk radio show. The world's greatest sports talk radio show, according to my auntie Ariel out in Dallas. Shouts to her. We got a full squad in the building, like I mentioned. I'm your co-host, Jarrell Gilbert. Alongside me, partner in crime, co-creator of the show, Derek Isomaki. What's good, party people? We have our resident degenerate. If you got it, then spend it, because you can't take this money with you. Rudy Vasquez. Let's go, baby. And of course... Our producer extraordinaire, who's actually doing a great job so far today. So the show can only go down from here. The Jew for Jesus, the one, the only. Statman, Brett. Yeah. And we have a special guest in the building with us. My guy, my sales coach, leader of the sales rebellion, Dale Dupree. Hello, sir. Oh, hey. How's it going? It's going, well, we're not off to a great start so far. I mean, we look pretty good right now. I mean, I'm in here. I can, yeah. I can see what's happening and hear all the mistakes. Yeah. So. <laughs> a little behind it's, the it's scenes. It's great. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. This is this is actually pretty professional yeah, for this us. Is fun. This is us being pretty buttoned up right well, now. Well, we have somebody extra in here, so we have to look somewhat professional. Yeah, that's that's what we're going for. For you. anyone listening to expecting what a radio show is and they come in here, they're going to be very disappointed. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. They're like, uh, yeah. that's it? Uh, this is the production that they this give. Is yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. The producer yeah. doesn't even wear shoes to the show. No. <laughs> or Never. socks. Or socks. No. Uh, so we just, well, let's get, let's handle this right now because we do have a lot of sports to cover, but I think there's nothing more important than to discuss your attire, my friend. Yes. So, I mean, every win- comfortable every, beyond this, belief right now. This you happens do. every winter, and uh, I, I just, this is what I wear. It's what so I like, enjoy. Head to ankles, fantastic. Yes. It looks fantastic. It's comfortable. Yeah. Ankles, ankles and below. Ankles and below. That's what the issue Atrocious. is. Atrocious. That's correct. 
And it really starts b- above the ankle because you don't have socks on, and he's just wearing slides. That's correct. Yeah. And then it's, what, 40 de- 45 degrees outside Maybe. right now? I'd say closer if to I'm, 40, dude. I'm being, I'm being generous there. there. I'm pretty sure it's, it's 24. It, it's telling me it's 40 here. 40, okay. Yeah. 40 degrees outside. But no, still. No socks on the man. But let's also remember this is the same guy that walked out in the snow in 10-degree weather up in McLeod. You're not helping the case. I'm yeah. just saying that this We're is just warm. I, I, for I, me. I know, I get that, but like, I would just advise comfort comfortability wise. Yeah. Well, this is still comfortable for me. I've got really good shoes or uh, slides. Gonna, this is just a hill he's willing to die. He on. really is. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to come <laughs> next just, next show. I will come with socks on to see what you're talking it's about. It's like you're saying, dude. Ham and cheese is the best sandwich ever. I don't want anything more than that. Like, ham and cheese is a great sandwich, but there are really turkey. good sandwiches out Add there. Add turkey in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm proving your point. Wait, yes, turkey, I hear you. Is turkey just saying the there's, socks? there's 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 other yeah. great sandwiches out okay. there. <laughs> try it. So try the other ones right now. So try it with socks. And one I'm time. I'm gonna tell you, I will try that. It's just only okay. been done for sports. Bro, or just moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I'm looking to move to Montana, so that's uh, you'll definitely direction. not yeah. be able to get away with that in Montana. I, I want to see that happen because I want frostbite on those toes. And I want them gone. Okay, that's what I want to have happen. Well, right he's open carrying a six shooter. Yeah, that's what I would yes. like to see. Yeah, that's that's what I'm into. All right, like I've mentioned, boys and girls, we have uh, quite the show for you today because my God. Um, I told y'all last week that I am officially on board. It took nine years of friendship with Derek and him constantly talking about soccer. And just one of the greatest games I've ever witnessed across any sports. Here, here. Um, period. A- across any game I've ever seen. Just insane. So we have to start once again with foot and mouth. And now it's time we take a deep dive into the world of soccer. With the man responsible for such flashes of brilliance as... 39 was last year, and he could barely, like, right. throw a ball out of a barnside. Um. It's time for Derek Izumaki's Foot in Mouth. Yeah! Wow. Fitting. <laughs> that was exciting. Very. Fitting. <laughs> you Okay. I don't know. <laughs> a little blue in the face right now. It felt, it get, felt get the, stressful. Get that yeah, oxygen back. You're good. You're good. Yeah. yeah, you're good. Just you're good. T- take a breath. You did your job. Good job. Derek, you were saying? Wow. Like you said, the World Cup has come to an end, so it's a, a tearful moment as my <laughs> winter crack has now faded away, <laughs> and I now have to resort to other things to find my days entertaining because there's no longer any football on any. That, I mean, they'll get back to the Premier League, but you're not going to have the lust, the allure of the World Cup anymore as it fades off into the sunset so brilliantly, so mightily, so magnificently. <laughs> in such a picturesque moment, this final was everything it could ever ask for, everything it could ever dream of, and more. If you were lucky enough to wake up at some, only 7 o'clock in the morning, it wasn't too terrible. Yeah. I, I woke it up earlier for earlier finals. So 7 o'clock, doable. After a hard night of partying, a little rougher than usual. <laughs> But you suffer through, and I'm glad I did, because it was a final unexpectedly. Now, if you were watching the tournament, you'd realize probably these two teams. I called it out, I would say, pretty early on. You in the did? Tournament. I did say I think France and Argentina are probably going to meet in the final, the way things were panning out. 
it definitely panned out a lot easier for both of them in terms of certain opponents being knocked out in certain ways. When Brazil they got, gone early. Exactly. That's a nice one. Having to face Morocco in the semis. Spain is a, gone early. That helps out the cause. That being said, we were met with a massive class performance in the final where you saw two teams that were brilliant, but also at the same point in time, fragile. They showed, and throughout the tournament, both of them, a point in time where a little question marks were on the defense for both teams. And that led to brilliant football. That edge of being brilliant to being broken <laughs> was walked so finely that entire game you couldn't take your eyes off of it. Truly was a game worthy of going the extra time. PKs is just icy on the top for a lot of people. I think I'd rather have it finished in the actual 120. PKs is, is as gut-wrenching as anything is in, is, is in sports. Well, we thought it was done in the We thought it was. And it wasn't. It was, nope. but no. Far it, from it. Far from it. So we get into the details of the game, and my goodness, it started off with a bang. Argentina with the weight of the world on Messi's shoulders. More than the world, the universe right now. The soccer <laughs> universe. All of it was coming down on his shoulders, and he performed in such a masterclass performance this entire tournament, and that game was the pinnacle of it. Started off with a, some people call the questionable penalty for against Di Maria in the box in their early time. Still was a penalty. It was. Messi has been killer at the penalty spot. He missed one throughout the tournament, but throughout the other time, he has been pinpoint accurate, and he's been all over the goal with it. So he's feeling himself. Brilliant start. And then the second goal from Angel Di Maria. Another setup not wasn't assisted by, Di, uh, by Messi, but he definitely gets a hockey assist on it. And the way that he was able to deliver that ball out to Julian Alvarez, who was able to swing it to McAllister, who swung out a beautiful ball to Di Maria into the back of the net. 2-0 Argentina first half. Wow. Fast start, especially in a final. Usually in a final, teams are very tentative. They're scared. They don't want to let it up. So you usually see a lot of 1-0 games, slate scoring. But no, this was fast <laughs> action, quick. That's what happens when you let up an early penalty that gives that PK. You get 1-0 down. You got to get open a little bit. France opened up, and they opened up too wide, and it burned them. Then you had a game where they're trying to figure each other out still. They're still, still early on. And the second half happens, still, Argentina's doing their part, maintaining a threshold on this game. Messi can taste this World Cup right now. You think it's happening. But then we get a brilliant two <laughs> minutes of football. Yes. Mbappe! <laughs> I was waiting for that. We, we did this segment for almost six minutes before we got to that. <laughs> I've been I've been looking forward to that for 24 hours. I have wanted to build that up because my <laughs> goodness, unbelievable! I've been praising it, Messi, because I wanted to build up this crescendo of Mbappe because Mbappe, in this game that he lost, took the torch from Messi as being the guy in football. He is him. He's everything you could think of. Mbappe was that man. A PK to start it off, and then the most brilliant man. My goodness, Golazzo! <laughs> from Mbappe, a volley of the highest precision into the bottom corner that not even Martinez could get to. In 90 seconds, right? 90 seconds yeah, back it to took back. to get that game started. Jump started. Woof, we're going. This game is on right now. And they had moments in time to seal it in that 90. Messi had a tremendous strike just outside the box that could have... Oh, mm. man, if that would... I was praying for that. I wanted that <laughs> moment because that would have been... Ugh. If it that happened, it would have been what? Ugh. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Beautiful. 
<laughs> one that one in that that time. <laughs> there he is. Oh, All right. <laughs> that was. But no, we deserved an extra thirty minutes of football, and we got it. And we got probably the most brilliant thirty minutes of football the eyes have ever witnessed in a World Cup final. Now, I detract for a little bit because I do have to quickly mention right now. I mentioned in the group chat. Arturo Martinez deserves to get strung in the streets of Argentina because you have failed your country desperately and you are lucky Messi is there to cover your ass. Because <laughs> my goodness, he had chance after chance and he whiffed on every single one of them. That could have sealed it for Argentina in that time. But no, he decided, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be that man. I don't want to take that crown from Messi. Take it from me, Messi. And boy, did he. In a whiffed attempt, luckily Messi was there, and that first, in the second half of this stop of extra time, Messi was there to put a ball into the net to give Argentina that three-two, what should have been, what could have been, we all thought was going to be the World Series, World Cup, World Series. My goodness, I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, I'm so it, juiced the, right the now. The energy is, is palpable. The World Cup ceiling goal right there. Except but it wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> no, it kept going. This roller coaster of a game is more ups and downs. <sighs> Damn, been a two dollar whore on the corner. Oh, hey, yeah. there it is. There it more is. Ups All and right, downs. there we go. And my goodness, did it come into play with a tremendous, just stupid handball by an Argentina defender in the box that gave another penalty to Mbappe, who once again seals it with a hat trick. A hat trick! For Mbappe in a World Cup final. My goodness, that is unheard of. That is brilliance beyond belief. And once again, there's that torch being passed over to him. So PK is it was destined to be. Mm -hmm. We thought. But my goodness, if you watch that game to the end, we had a moment in time that will sure ever be etched in Argentinian history. Mm -hmm. Martinez came in with this save of the year for him not year his lifetime right now his entire life had led up to that one moment to seal it to give them a chance because in the 123rd minute a beautiful ball gets lofted over that Otamendi flails at misses utterly despicable lands perfectly for Colo Manuni I want to say I'm probably saying that wrong I usually am but I'm all, actually I said it right I always say it right Sounds I never right. I never right. mispronounce anything <laughs> Takes a shot that Martinez, with his boot, kicks away. Kicks it and should have been the game-sealing goal. But no, Martinez had other ideas, and it went to PKs. And in dramatic fashion, it went. Mbappe starts it off strong. Messi continues his run of brilliance at the spot. And then once again, Martinez! <laughs> with the PK save again. Yep. I believe the man has had said it 24 Caps for Argentina has eight penalty saves. Damn. It's unreal. Jeez. Unheard of. That's, That's wild. This man is built to save penalties, and boy, did they need him. A save against Kingsley Coleman. Dybala steps up, does what he was supposed to do, subbed in in the last couple minutes of the game just for that one purpose. If he'd missed, oh, man, he would have been strung on the streets with a Toro Martinez, but luckily he saved himself. <laughs> yeah, he did. There's a lot of stringing people in streets, dude. <laughs> well, it's, Ar- oh, it's, it's, South it's Argentina, dude. And this it's, is everything. Uh, Argentina, yeah, no. they'll kill you. They'll, they'll kill you just talking bad about them. It's South American football, man. <laughs> Do you know what happened in Colombia? That's uh, fair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. Well, yeah, yeah, same situation. Fair enough. I mean, no Pablo Escobar there, but there's probably something similar. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure there right? is. It's Argentina, dude. So we come up to the next player, Duchemi, a youngster, a brilliant youngster midfielder firm, but he gets... He gets messed with. 
Martinez does his job, gets into his head, tosses the ball away as he's walking up to the spot, jolts him around a little bit, misses wide. Martinez guessed correctly, too, on the way he was going, but didn't need to be saved as Duchemi missed it wide. So the games continue. They're down 2-1 right now. And Argentina does what they do best. Do we possibly have that call for us? Can we get that call for Oh, yes, of yes. course we can. My because bad. Sorry, it comes I'll, down. I'll produce, I guess. Here that we go. Help out a little bit because we come down to probably a, a, a beautiful moment in the world of football. The best moment. The best. There you have it. If you were lucky enough to be listening to the Telemundo call, you got that call at the end when Gonzalo Montiel launched the PK to send Argentina into ecstasy. Him himself included. Andres Cantor in that call in particular is an Argentina himself. Migrated from Argentina when he was a teenager and has been living in the U.S. and is known for his spectacular goal calls. The Soccer that, sounds so much better in Spanish. It's meant to be in well, that yeah, language. Yeah, of it's, course. It's written in that language. Yeah. That's, that's football <laughs> right there. It's written in Spanish. And the way that call, I would be lying if I didn't say a couple tears rolled down my cheek as, after witnessing this oh, yeah. because it truly was just a beautiful moment of seeing Lionel Messi and, and the, the struggles, the, the trials, the tribulations, the success, the wonderment that he has possessed on us all and him be able to lift that ever-elusive trophy for him, the one that mattered the most. You are such a beautifully unique creature. I've known you nine years. In nine years, we've lost family members, friends, gone through a lot of things. The only thing that I've ever seen bring tears to your eyes <laughs> is sports. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally the only thing. I was there when you had literal family members that you were very close to pass. No tears. Kobe retires, tears. Argentina wins. Andreas Cantor makes a call. Tears. <laughs> Family oh. members die. Zero tears. You, you can't care about that stuff, man. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. I get. Yeah. No. True. No doubt. I was. No, but yeah, I, I okay. wouldn't be. I. I couldn't. I couldn't say I wasn't because of how the emotions I were feeling sure. and how. <laughs> just again, how beautiful it was. How this script was fantastic. Um, you couldn't have wanted anything better than this moment and how. It all culminated to this moment. It really had. Lionel Messi had lived up to the hype right now and has everyone's gonna say he's the GOAT. I don't that's he's beautiful. He's that's a great all, player. He's a fan the most brilliant player I've probably ever seen on my television set. Well, I did want to talk about that for a second because that was the one thing that I I mean, in this day and age it feels that we always have to go to extremes and we can never live in the moment and just enjoy a moment. We always have to have a take on what this means in the grand scheme of things. Is, is Messi the best player? Does this 
solidify that he's better than Ronaldo? Is he better than Pele now? And it's just like, why can't we just enjoy the moment, let it breathe for a second, and then debate it during, you know, next Dual week? time, yeah, when there's nothing else to talk about. Bring that up. Right. But again, what he just did, it's just, it is, it's perfect. So is he the GOAT? <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to just, to say otherwise at this point. This would be, and and correct me if if I'm wrong, but for a soccer novices like myself um, and just general American idiots, um, to put it in American sports terms, this would have been this matchup would have been like Jordan in '97 taking on LeBron early in his career, right? In Game yeah. Seven yeah. for the title. If you can mesh those up together, right there, as best those, you could, as right? As best you could, right now. Okay. Yes. In that in that terminology, but what it did, it, it, it just proved of how we don't know what Mbappe's future is going to hold. Correct. We do not know, but what we do see on there is as somebody that is vastly special. Right. But what Lionel Messi has done and hit what his career has been throughout his entire life, this is not the best of him, and this has been amazing football we're witnessing mm-hmm. from him. You, his career has spanned a decade plus, two decades almost, in terms of when he started when he became truly relevant, when he was dominating at Barcelona, and then this time now. And he's accomplished all the accolades you could ever think of. He's, he's won them all multiple times. Multiple Ballon d'Or winner, multiple La Ligas, multiple Champions League. He has a Copa America on him now. This is the final piece of the puzzle, essentially, of this masterclass performance of a career that Lionel Messi has produced. And I think we all should just be in wonderment and just awe of it. And that's what I am. So just just to put it in perspective, um, Mbappe is now tied for six with Pele for all-time um, goals scored by any player in the World Cup. And Lionel Messi has 13, tied for number four, just in front of him. Uh, in 26 matches played, Mbappe has played in 14 matches and has 12 goals. So just just to put it in perspective for the folks The next there. World yeah, Cup Mbappe plays and he'll probably become the leading World Cup the, scorer. The best, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Will, he will be he's going to smoke that. He will. He's going to pass Miroslav Klose's, uh, I want to say, what is it? Four, 16. 16 goal mark right now. 24 matches. Oh, easy. He's going to do that. Yeah, He is on a trajectory that's unheard of right now uh, with Mbappe, but in what he did in that final was he was like, France, I'm taking you. I got you. I got your friends. You know what? We're taking Normandy right now, okay? You know what? That's what we're doing. We're, we're back on the beaches here, okay? And he truly led this, this French team and put it on his back in any way, shape, or form. And he, again, these are two teams that were fragile in the terms of the way they were built. Their defenses had chinks in the armor. And that's what great, made such a great game is that you knew the goals came. And I was hoping for a 2-1 game was what I wanted. A 3-2 game would have been spectacular. But again, this 3-3 epic showdown of up-and-down football of just, if you weren't, this is the type of game where casual fans just tune in, like, oh, I'll, I'll watch it, you know? Yep. Bam. Yep. And to get that performance, it's, it's just what you, everything you wanted it to be. Well, I think you kind of nailed it. Um, you didn't leave any superlatives on the table because you compared yeah. <laughs> multiple players to getting um, dragged through the streets. You also compared um, <laughs> this game to a prostitute um, and also storming the b- beaches of Normandy. I think we're covered. I think, <laughs> I think we're solid, yeah. You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, I think we're yeah. good. Argentina, yeah. man. That was a great game. Um, it just it means something different 
to the folks down there. Um, I think we've all seen the drone footage. We posted it. I reposted it on our story on Instagram today. Um, the Some of the coolest footage to me was just hearing the people in Buenos Aires. Crying just, in tears and joy and all that yeah, stuff. You, that's, yeah. Because that's every that's goal call. Life, man. Um, yeah. My buddy actually is from Argentina. And his uh, all his family is still down there. And he said he was FaceTiming with them just so he could hear the oh, city 100%. erupt behind them. Um, what was crazy is they were on a delay down there. So they're about two minutes behind. So he had to just... Oh. Kind of keep it buttoned <laughs> up, like, like he didn't know what was happening. Oh. Um, but it it does mean something different. And this this World Cup final is definitely one for the ages. So um, sorry, y'all. Yeah, just that was. Don't that was be sorry. That was beautiful. That was no, don't that ever deserved, be sorry that for that. Yeah, minutes. that was oh, that was hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't. I mean, so take that sorry back. That was Done. by yeah. far, if not the best World Cup final. Of all time, at least in our lifetime, and if not in the past, like, 40 years. Um, it, it, it was just incredible. I mean, one could argue it's probably one of the best sporting events ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If oh. You cover it all. Just what's this? What's at stake The uh, and how it went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really, it, 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 <laughs> there's no other way. You, you couldn't have thought of a better way for it to go really yeah and like i said the other day you couldn't have scripted a better story outside of your france your um prediction of well hope of france winning yeah it was more just rooting to be right yeah um that's typically i'm pretty yeah that's, that's what that's what you go for in vain, absolutely so <laughs> i basically you just want to be right yeah that's what i'm rooting for almost every weekend as you should yeah but still be- one of the best scripts ever written Right there. Yeah, you really can't. It, it would have been tough to beat it, I guess, if we could have seen Messi and Ronaldo. But it was cool to see the torch passed and yes. then passed back. And it's unfortunate for Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, right now. He's definitely has left a is, is leaving is trudgingly right now as he ends his career right now. When you're worth a billion dollars and you look that good, dude, it's impossible for me to feel bad. Like it's as if God just took a little extra time with Ronaldo. Well the guy <laughs> the guy has such a massive ego that he drives himself to look that good no matter what. And that's like what's made him so brilliant. Wouldn't you? I, have you looked at that man? Did you look at him earlier in life though? He grew into that man. Fair and enough. He, and he he put some money into there. Okay? That's that's not God given. That's that's sculpted. With a scalpel. But you could say easily, <laughs> fair enough, uh, top five best-looking athletes of all time? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the whole physique, you know? Like, my gosh. It's chiseled, yeah. dude. Yeah. To a T. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Dale's ready to jump in now. He's like, now let's yeah, yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I couldn't cuss. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not saying a word. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Uh, so there you go. There you I have. Hope y'all watched, I hope y'all watched it. I really do. Yeah. Because it was uh, that was. Yeah, that was great. That was yeah. That was something special. Uh, you've been trying to get the folks on the football tip for a long time now, um, and we've cleared some room for you the last month or you know, so, and I, it's been fun. I, this World Cup, it's it deserved it yeah. in all its glory right now. Matter of fact, to, yeah. your passion for football is why this show's probably going to an hour and a half in 2023. So. Easy enough, right there. Yeah, you Ooh. could just come in to your Ooh. show. We'll we take go take off. a cigarette break. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't have the call. I looked for it, but my favorite part 
of the entire tournament was Landon Donovan saying, I don't even smoke, but I could use a cigarette right now. That game was just pure ecstasy. You mentioned it, storming the beaches of Normandy. Just a lot, a lot to take in. I don't know if that moment was ecstasy for those people, but you know. Probably not, but no. it was a moment etched in the... Yes, into in, sand, yeah. into history. I think for any football fan out there, you're Into gonna, sand. That's The beach. <laughs> All right. All Let's right, keep it moving. Right, yeah. uh, right, should we talk done. some American football <laughs> yeah, real quick? Saying, Let's do that. Yeah. Let's get into some football. Oh, my God. I came in hot. Sorry. Go. Well done. Um, so, oh. NFL football. Matt Ryan does what Matt Ryan does, baby. Jesus Christ. Dude, that was that was No, that was beautiful, actually. Let's talk about that it. That was epic. Yeah, uh, dude. 33-0. Woo-wee. Um... It's Matty Puddles at this point in time. I just want to let everyone know that I had the Colts, Colts money line in that game. Oh, so you're in full for that. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. Continue, continue. Hindsight's twenty twenty, bud. Continue. Um, it's just, it's just brilliant. This is the second time, um, just in the most epic fashion, Matt Ryan has been at the helm playing quarterback when a team has given up a lead like that. So obviously, we all remember the twenty eight to three. Falcons beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Other and way around, but Patriots was, beating the Falcons. No, it was that. that I'm oh, saying you're, okay, they I were missed. gotcha. They were winning yes, okay. at half, twenty-eight now, to three. Hear, now you're just saying, yeah, they were beating them. Yes, twenty-eight to three. Sorry, yes, I could yeah, see yeah. how that would be confusing yeah. for the people. Uh, appreciate. Said, yeah, good, yeah. good correction. I, we can never give Falcons any credit. They even That's if we correct. mistakenly give them credit, we have to. We'll never do that. That's take that because they never deserve any credit or fake credit. <laughs> Atlanta sucks. That's that's correct. Yeah. yeah, I mean, your baseball team might have won, so you got some savior. But still yeah, don't you, care. Falcons yeah. trash. Yes, the Falcons trash. Matt Ryan now um, the most epic Super Bowl collapse of all time, and now the most epic post or regular season collapse of all time, leading thirty three nothing going into the half and losing the game. How? I, That's just I, not right. I don't know. Matty Ice, baby. Well, and Kirk Cousins throwing for 417 in the second half. Like, Jeff was built for this day. Jeff Saturday was built to yes. coach on Saturday. Like, you, okay? <laughs> like, dude, it's in the name, my dude. Like, where were you? How? That uh, you Obviously, we're going to say this comes on Matt Ryan, you're at the helm. But this is obviously not just on Matt Ryan. This is an utter correct. complete co- collapse on the Colts. That's correct. And obviously, this is a Jeff Saturday-led squad that is questionable. And, yep. and at this point, it's not even questionable. It's we know the answer. Awful. Yep. Uh, that was pretty tough. Um, let's talk about our boy Brock Purdy, shall we? We baby. The highest QBR for the first two games started oh by God. a Forty Nine er quarterback wow. in the two history games. of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, two games is two games. I'll take it. Going into Seattle hey, that's and good. winning that's for the division. That's a good breakdown. Two games is, in fact, two games, guys. Yes. I didn't realize we no... had Joe Buck on the on the show right now. Hey, listen here. There will be no slander of Rudy. I will slander him. We are on the same team here. Thank okay? you. Bang, bang, wow. Niner game. I mean, you, you really did draw a line in the sand when he tried to offer you an olive branch, and you literally just like that's true. peed on it. That's true. <laughs> you peed like, on yo, the olive branch. He, he took Wait. the olive branch, and you peed on his olive branch. That's right. When did I do that? When you were up in the cabin. 
Oh, okay, that you was know, fair. Yeah, he, he extended an olive branch. Yeah, you know, you're you not wrong. It. So for I, those I did want all the smoke, and I'll yeah, take it. So for the those smoke of you stop. who no, once I, you brought I, the smoke, you can't did, say no I more did, smoke. No, I didn't no realize. I thought it was no. just for that night. I didn't realize no, it continued no. on to this year, which honestly makes no, sense, I, but still. So for the vast majority of you who weren't at my birthday party <laughs> in McLeod at the cabin last year, it happened to coincide with the divisional round of the playoffs when the Niners went to Lambeau Field. As you most of you know by now, Statman Brad, giant Packers fan over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Niners fan. I extended the olive branch to say, listen, let's be um, distinguished gentlemen. And you said, F that. And you slapped my hand uh, away when I, I tried w- to shake I wanted it. all the smoke. And you got all the smoke. And I did. And, and you know what? And, and I took it. And I took it. That's right. There's nothing you could do. No, there was nothing I could do. It was a, And I congratulated you after the game and wish you the best the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, I don't really have any major takeaways from this past NFL weekend. Um, if I mean, anyone does, feel free to jump in. The Lions are, look great. That's fun. I mean, the one takeaway, actually, with your Niners, they actually look like if they keep uh, Garoppolo out, they could actually win the Super Bowl. Like, How much of that is the Niners' excellence and just the parody this season, though? I honestly think it comes down to the defense. That and, defense is filthy. And, and also the... The, the other roles everything. that everyone else has since their quarterbacks have dropped, they've picked it up. Their running back, their running game, and the receiving game has picked up. The offensive line has really buckled down on protecting the quarterbacks that is behind them. I think they've done a great job of it, and if they continue up going into the playoffs. Where I would say Purdy's mobility is something that you cannot understate. His mobility yeah. is a total game changer. Jimmy could not move mm-hmm. like Brock can, and I think that has been... One of the biggest differences with him under center, mm-hmm. um, that and the fact that he throws the ball more than 15 yards down the field at a time. <laughs> and he has an arm. Beautiful arm. Yeah. Yes. Um, I just love it. Mr. Irrelevant, now looking like he could be Mr. Starter um, and hopefully future Super Bowl winner. So let's go. We'll see, yeah. That's it. I just I just want to talk about Brock. We Brock, could, uh, CMC had a great game. George Kittle balled out yep. in that game. Uh, going into Seattle, clinching the division was That's probably right. the best feeling for a Niner fan going into that ugly ass stadium, the twelfth man, whatever the hell they want to call them, I'm almost cussed right now. Uh, and just beating Geno Smith because I can't stand that guy. I can't stand Pete Carroll either. The whole team sucks. Seattle, Seattle's <laughs> wait, a great city. Wait, wait, wait. No, keep going. Seattle's a great city, but the team is just wait, garbage, mm. baby. What do you have against Geno Smith? I'm actually curious he's, about this. One. He's on the Seahawks. That's all. Okay, Has Seattle earned the title of great city? Yeah, I was gonna say. I, yeah. I, I do enjoy the city. Anybody? What, I don't know. I've never been what, to Seattle. What, I just, what about it? Because I, I do know. not like it at all. Really? Yeah, I was not a fan think, of it. I think Seattle's cool. That yeah. seems like... Um, I've you, been there multiple your times. Your vibe. It's rainy. <laughs> it's yeah. cold. Yeah. A bunch of sad boys everywhere. I feel like you'd fit in just fine. Sad, sad boy? What? Well, well, no longer. You're a former sad boy. Yeah, but. I was going to say. It's been years since that. Actually, I take that back. Years? I'm, 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 I'm gonna, <laughs> I think, I'm gonna, I'm I think it's been precisely gonna, five months, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Has <laughs> <laughs> it been five months? <laughs> Four months? Oh, that face you made, man, was just priceless. Uh, Stepman Brad found uh, love. All yeah. right, keep it pushing. Let's take a quick home break here. Let's uh, let's reset. This is getting this is getting out of here. <laughs> We're happy for you, Brad. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad. Uh, I'm talking about those Raiders too, baby. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, we'll get back to that. Yeah, okay. and, and the Cowboys game. Yeah. Okay, you're 100% right. That's my fault. Thank you. It's been a long day. 
Uh, and TB12 you will talk blowing his 17-0 lead. We'll, we'll end the show with some football talk. So uh, that's something for you folks to look forward to. Once again, this is FM 90.1 KZFR Chico. We are people-powered community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the Foothills, and beyond. Dro, Derek, Rudy, Stepman, Brad, and our special guest, Dale Dupree in the building. We want to give a shout out to you once again for rocking with us this evening. We also want to talk to our friends and shout out our friends over at ID Design. Celebrating 20 years in Chico, providing award-winning websites, Facebook, Instagram, and Google strategies, as well as branding and graphic design to find everything creative for your business in just one place. Visit ID Design and web online. There you have it. Uh, let's stay in the business world for a second because I meant I touched on it earlier, trying to introduce our guest. So Dale um, is the CSO of the Sales Rebellion. That's correct, right? Correct. Chief Sales Officer, founder. Um, can you t- just tell the people a little bit about what the company is? Um, and yeah, just give us some background. You started it when? 2019. Okay. Perfect time to start a business. What a year. R- right man. before the pandemic. <laughs> the, the name is Sales Rebellion. That's the name yeah, of your company. The sales so, what is exactly Sales Rebellion? Like, what are we selling? Are we against sales? Are we rebelling <laughs> against the sales? Or Let's stop selling. You know, let's make everybody you <laughs> this take sucks. it. No. Who is this guy? I thought sales. he was supposed to prove yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. The, the founding is so I sold copy machines. Okay. Somebody in this building knows what that's about, but. What I won't mention him. <laughs> <laughs> All the listeners out there, if you have a copy machine, Jero is the guy to I got go you to. guys. <laughs> so you need ink, Jero's got you. Yeah, so it was 2007. I was coming off of a music career. So I had just like literally been playing with homies and chilling with random strangers every night in weird cities, including Seattle. I was just saying, yes. what do you think of Seattle? Yeah. Are you I on? played in Kurt Cobain's like original venue. What? That That's him cool. Wow. Yeah, That's we dope. went back in the in the green room where they like they tell you they say. We the couch you don't want to sit on it. We've never washed it. Until they say you <laughs> like that's what they mention to you when you go there. Yeah. I thought okay, that's noted. Is that in the protocol? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> cannot wash this couch. I wonder if there's people who just dive head first into it. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine. Maybe been, they lick yeah. it or yeah. kiss it or <laughs> maybe do they, weird stuff to it, and people are like, oh wait, hold don't on. do it. They just get yeah. too inspired. I digress. That the the music scene was. It was entertaining. It was fun. I had a creative bone in my body, and so it, it was a place I thrived. And then I came in and started selling copy machines, like boring copy machines, right, to boring businesses, <laughs> you know, like attorneys, doctor's <laughs> office, no, no shade, yeah. right? But yeah. but imagine that you like, you go from tattoos and giant <laughs> earlobes and, you know, weird stuff all the time to, like, complete opposite. Hi, man. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Good afternoon. Yeah. Good evening. Oh, receptionists in actual HR Ma'am. departments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It was it was almost culture shock. But, you know, I was down to clown. Like, I wanted to figure out how I could fit into the ecosystem of sales. And it's, my dad actually was the person that employed me in the be- the first four years of my career. I spent 13 years in the copier industry in total. It was just about three and a half years, four years with him. And, and so he, he helped me and, and groomed me from the perspective of being like, well, dude, I know you're weird and a little different. And 
So I'll let you be yourself and and give it your best. And what was cool was that after year one, I sucked like terribly in sales. My first year I was very bad. I mean, I was like at thirty percent of the total number I was supposed to write for the year. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it was pretty low. And, uh, so I, you know, I thought, well, maybe I'm getting fired. I don't know. Like, but my dad just, you know, he he gave me that encouragement and said, you did a really good job this year for your first year. Believe it or not, you just you have a lot to learn. You have a lot to to sink your teeth into. And I and I noticed in in at the end of that year when my dad like reflected on the things that I was good at and the things that I needed to change is that I was actually trying to be like the sales world. So I recognized that I was I was even though I I might have said like even right now that I was searching for authenticity and to be Dale Dupree in the sales world selling copiers that I also had outside influence if you will people saying things like you gotta do this you gotta say that you gotta press this button you gotta yeah. whatever else and I to me it, it it's a trap ultimately and it's the the foundation of the sales rebellion so many years back and that I learned very quickly and. And through like literal experience, not just an opinion, like I literally lived this out, uh, what it looked like to go from 30% of quota to hitting your quota within the next year and then blowing that out of the water the year after and then eventually, you know, building an $8 million business into a $25 million business in record time. Four, four or five years. So. Say, that's the flex. We Damn. wanted to hear that. I just flex. <laughs> there we flex. go. There we go. Flex. Flex. Hell yeah. I mean, you got the perfect name for it. Dale Dupree. Yeah, Coffee salesman. It's like it's like perfect. Yeah, like you can't really forget is. that name right there. <laughs> Dale Dupree, man. That's that's a salesman's name right there. Well, so. I, I actually I branded myself out as the copier warrior. Okay. Oh. I I, uh, I I wielded a sword of justice. <laughs> uh, and I, I had a great message around like slaying, you know, high lease costs, you know, for the boat anchor. And, you know, essentially like allowing people to lean into us from a communal standpoint instead of just like as somebody that was there doing a transaction. But like, hey, we can help you with more than just sales. We can we can help you beyond that. We can help you with your network. We can help you with and what I mean, like the people that we know. Right. We'll introduce you to folks. We'll we'll help you gain ground in the community ultimately. So it was what I what I learned for myself was that the way that the, that people put sales in a box is a good way to look at it is it's. BS. Sorry to break it to everybody. It's no! <laughs> no! God, I was so ready for this box. Okay. <laughs> that ultimately the thing that is comfortable is the box. It's very comfortable to be in that place. It's very comfortable to, to shut yourself out to growth. It, it might sound weird. But it is. And if you're thinking about the same kind of box I am, you'll stop with the smirk. <laughs> Good God, man. I'm sorry. I, I, Dude's Bra- over here boxing it up. Braz re- was ready to chime in there at that box <laughs> I really felt it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the, the evolution was out. fun. The evolution was entertaining. I, I brought creativity to a very boring, dull world. And it built some long-lasting relationships. I mean, people that still call me today and go, yo, I know you don't sell copiers anymore, but can you for just a hot minute? And, and it goes beyond the sale because of that. It, it's the relationships. It's, it's telling sales that we're here to stay. We're here to take over this and change the way that it's done. People say all the time, and, and you can read quotes about it throughout history, that you can fight something. Right, all day long. You can go after it. You can try and, and beat it up, take it on. But ultimately, the best way to create change is to build something that's attractive, that other people want to be a part of, and that kind of just walks away from how it's done. And, and I did that in the copier world to an extent that it got me national recognition. I became the number one recognized salesperson for a particular manufacturer in the United States. Oh, wow. The world was watching me at one point, and I just was this tiny little copier guy in the middle of 
Titusville, Florida. <laughs> I never knew the world spend around copiers. Like everyone's, we're gonna be. I'm not part of this world right now. I need to. I need to find my way in this world because I am not hearing about you at all. So, oh, oof. all right. I need to get in this world right now. <laughs> it, it, believe it or not, it's one of the most lucrative spaces that a salesperson could live in. Like I, I know people that have been in it for thirty plus years that make high seven figures. And all they do is they just literally transact copy machines. They're not senior vice presidents. Like they're just normal dudes and dudettes selling copy machines. So the the net worth of the industry itself, but it is is huge. But it is a very underground scene, as we like to say. Well, I mean, I guess you think about it. Every company pretty much needs a copier. For sure, everyone you needs know? a copier. Like yeah. every not just every yeah, you pretty much need a copier in your life. Right. Yeah. I don't have one, and I'm not thriving. I can tell you that right now. Okay. <laughs> Like there are many times I'm like, man, I could really use a copy. Right now. <laughs> like I would be kind of convenient. I miss so my parents' stupid. house. I've always had it, but now I'm like, yeah, oh, man, all right, I gotta, yeah, don't have that. I feel you. Yeah, I'll tell you. All right, I had them all over the place. My dad ran a company with them. I was just so. I hope I you... put my butt on them for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit the go button. Yeah. Favorite thing to copy. One hundred percent, your stomach. Okay, dude. all right. Like, can you see me laying across a copy machine? Just I was like, saying, I hope you built these copiers with enough strength to handle that, right? Yeah, like, Dad, I broke another Dad. one. <laughs> broke all the time. So now you're here. You are the uh, the leader of the sales rebellion. Yeah, I I, I hung up the copier warrior sword uh, and built this whole world of rebelling against the narrative of the status quo. I mean, I, I believe that, that for the most part, that people that are in sales are pretty mediocre humans. And, and I, I'm sorry to say it, but that's, that's just what it is. And, and the thing is, is that we thrive in mediocrity because it's the status quo. It's like, hey, this is what like, uh, the, your boss says, do this amount of work every day, get to this number by the end of the year, and, I, and I'll be happy with you and you'll keep your job. Yeah. And I, I literally said, I don't like that. I'm going to hit numbers that are almost mind-boggling and confuse you. As my boss, you know, I was 300, 400% of quota some years, which Damn. is intense. Like when you're That's talking crazy, millions, yeah. not just thousands of yeah. dollars. Right. So it, it was a, it was a fun ride. And I, re I recognize that like, dude, I'm just a normal guy. Like I'm nothing special. Like I struggle with depression. I have a, all kinds of trauma from my past that should have already shut me up and killed me quite frankly at this point in my life. And so I, I look at my successes as something that can are attainable by anybody literally anybody i've seen introverts thrive in this industry i've seen you know the like weirdest sketchiest extroverts yeah. like control <laughs> their awareness and get to a level where they can be something more than what it is that they perceive their life to ultimately become that's awesome so man. i i started the rebellion because i really do just ultimately believe in the power of community and what it can it can do that's it that's dope dude Very yeah cool. that's what's up powerful stuff where can people find you they can just go to salesrebellion.com and check it out. There you go. That, that's how you tease hey. someone up right there. Um, all right, cool. We have five segments, I believe, to do and 15 minutes to do it. Let's hit them with the news. When news breaks in the tri-state area or the world. Breaking news, breaking news. Derek Isamaki has breaking news. <clears throat> that is right, y'all. Time for the news. Uh, like I said, not much time, so keep doing one story, and I got to do it because it's too good to pass up. Um, maybe you heard it already because it kind of went a little national before I had a chance to get it out to you guys. You know I like to hit you guys first, but we go international right now. We go to Uganda where a hippo had himself a day. <laughs> they love hippos. Hippos are awesome. They will murk you, though. 
Um, so careful what you're doing. And unfortunately for my man, Iga Paul was playing a little close, too close to the riverbank and got himself swallowed by a hippo. What? But thank goodness for him. My man, Crispas Baganza. Nailed it. 100%. Was there to pry this child out of the hippo's mouth by pelting it with a couple of stones to unleash its grasp on the child. Wow. The child did sustain a number of injuries, but is surviving. And what a story to have in life right there. No doubt. What a story. Got swallowed by a hippo and lived to tell a tale. Uh, so, shouts to you, Chris Boss, because uh, hippos will... I'm surprised they didn't get both of them, you know? Like, they usually would get both of them. Two, two for the prize of one right there. That's the Uganda special. <laughs> <laughs> two for one. <laughs> is it a seasonal special or? For hippos, man, there's no season. Yeah, but every day is a season. Yeah. Uh, so, shouts to Ega Paul. Live to fight another day. Careful out there, guys. Hippos will get you. That's the news. All right. Um... Fun fact about Derek, something y'all might not know. Hippos, Derek's favorite animal. Mm-hmm. Is oh, it yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I didn't know Oh, that. dude, hippos are so cool. Damn. Like, dude, have you I, seen him taking I, down? I, I know they're cool. Have I you seen him take down a whole watermelon or a pumpkin? It's awesome. Well, it's nothing, just bone. And they yeah. kill tons of people. Yeah. We, uh, like, unassuming. Respect. And they like the way they go in water, so cool. During the dog days of summer, we once spent almost an entire show um, discussing and breaking down if you could domesticate any animal, what would it be? And, uh, Derek hanging Derek, out with the hippo. Derek said he would. <laughs> hippo or rhino? Hippo or rhino. Because rhino rhino. Yeah. imagine riding a rhino downtown, that hopping be, off and going that's, into a bar. That's the ultimate flex. But right honestly, I think the hippo would be better than a rhino in downtown, like just kind of trotting downtown with a rhino. Either or, I think. Either way, you're, in a med- you're a menacing uh, person right there, riding yes. either yeah. one of them. Yeah. You know? Hippo might look a little more stylish. I'm sorry, rhino might look a little more stylish with the horn, but there's something about the uh, the pizzazz of a hippo. The curves. <laughs> the pizzazz. The, the, the curves, you know? The curves, yeah, the you curves. know? And plus the baby hippos. Oh, adorable. adorable. Yeah, agreed. Uh, adorable. Yes. <laughs> baby rhinos, too. Super cute. I'm pretty much sure any, well, anything. No, I would say every babies are cute. Yeah. No, there's some, some ugly, there's some ugly, ugly babies, babies out there. I've seen some ugly yeah, babies. Yeah, definitely some ugly ones. Not in the animal department, though. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Should we bring on our foreign correspondent? Yes. All right, let's bring in her music first. Hold on, hold on before you, we bring you on. <laughs> this is some sad one. Music. There we go. This, this is Justin Bieber. Man. All I want is you. JB Sad boy music. Man. Come on, dude. Our foreign correspondent, Aaron. Hello. It's a banger, guys. It's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm oh, telling you, goodness. ever since he put us on the Justin Bieber Christmas album, Steph is a big fan, um, which is just super awesome for me. Uh, so thank <laughs> you for that, Aaron. Um, Aaron covers all the sports we don't spend enough time talking about and brings a certain um, class in uh, pizzazz <laughs> to our show each and every week. So this week, Aaron, we are covering the PNC Championship, correct? That is correct. Why do they call everything a championship in golf? 
I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's too much, guys. I'm not going to lie. It really uh, is. Every weekend is a championship. It starts yeah. to kind of lose its luster after a while. It really does, especially because there's, it's not like there's only four tournaments a year. There's like 30 weekends out of the year, there's golf and like 90% <laughs> of a championship. But anyhow. PNC Championship took place in the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando, so not a place bad place to be. Um, this is the one where it's the parent and child. Um, obviously, everyone was watching Tiger and his son, Charlie, who was 13. They looked great on day one. Um, they started Sunday two, uh, two back along with DJ Singh and his son, Cass, who ultimately ended up winning. Uh, and then they just fell apart, kind of. They ended up finishing uh, 13 under or 7 under on Sunday, be 20 under on the day. Team Singh won uh, 26 under. Uh, and John Daly still out there killing it. He got second place with his son. Damn. Um, also, fun to note that uh, they win money at this thing. They Everyone wins money. First oh. place won $200,000. Like, it means nothing, but they still win more money than I make in about two years. Wait, so do the uh, kids get money too, or or no? I'm assuming it's got it's the team that wins. So I don't know what Charlie does with his cut of the paycheck. Okay, John well, Daly's not, already spent that at Hooters. Yeah, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. That's Honestly, gone. he probably yeah. has uh, somebody to pay off with that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He owes no doubt. He's like, he sorry, son, so you're much. not getting your cut. Okay. <laughs> I might have got second place, but this is daddy's money. That's absolutely I wonder if Charlie's like, yo, dad, you are terrible today. I'm taking most of this, okay? I mean, it's not like Tiger needs it, really, so. True. Uh, And Orlando, not a great, not a lot of good memories for Tiger in Orlando. Claremont specifically. Yeah, (laughs) a little, uh, he was probably suffering from a little PTSD there. (laughs) It's good to be home. (laughs) God damn it, Charlie, I said I didn't want to come here. Um, you got anything else for us on the PNC Championship? That's it, guys. All right. Well, Aaron, hate to cut you short. We have a million questions, but we just don't have the time. A lot of listeners are stepping it up, so shouts to them. So we're going to have to get you on a pod in the next couple weeks and just do a whole episode of answering listener questions because um, we have some specific for you, but we're just not going to get to them. However, I know we're going to have hockey updates coming soon. Puck yeah. Absolutely. We look forward to it. Uh, Thank you as always. Excellent as always. And we will catch up with you in a week. Talk to you later, guys. Later, Aaron. Uh, Thank you to Aaron as always, classing up this show, making us be distinguished gentlemen around here um, and not sound like uh, blubbering idiots. So shouts to her. I mean, she doesn't make – we still sound like blubbering idiots because we are. She has – we have one segment in time where we – the show looks good. She brings up the group average. Yes, yeah. Right. 100%. Yeah. Unlike Mr. No Socks over here. Speaking of that, uh, you have a North State update for the folks? I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) He's got facts. He's got stats. And his name is Brad. It's time for Statman Brad's North State Update. Yeah, I don't know what's going it on. is a uh, short weekend, guys. Uh, Chico State only played one game this week against Pacific Union College. Don't ask me where they're from. I have zero clue, nor do I care. We'll never play them again. So, 
Let's go to the let's go to the game. The uh, women's this game. This shade. Pacific Union College. Suck it. <laughs> when, when you hear the score, you'll understand. Chico State women beat Pacific Union College Pioneers 97 to 35. God damn. Yeah. Then let's go to the the uh, men's game. 94 to 53. Oh my Wasn't God. a pre-score either. Honestly, it's just a little bit of a warm-up in between league games, and also we have the holidays coming up. Watch Pacific Union College be like a community college or something. It's you know? JC. <laughs> it's a JC. I'm going like, to beat up on him like, yeah. Oh, yeah. A prep high school. <laughs> it should even be worse. <laughs> I'm actually going to look that up right after this. <laughs> now I'm like, wait a minute. Was this community college? No, it shouldn't be. But anyways, next game they'll be on, actually, January 1st, New Year's Day, against Stanislaus State at Stanislaus State. Uh, the next home game, though, will be Thursday, January 5th, against Cal State Dominguez Hills, and then Saturday against Cal State East Bay. 7.30 for the men and 5.30 for the women on Thursday, 1 o'clock on Saturday, and 3 o'clock on Saturday for the men's team. And uh, I have a pressing question. What's up? Where the hell is Stanislaus State? Uh, Turlock. Turlock. Fresno area. All right. Yep. No, it's about like an hour south of Stockton. Oh, is it? Well, Stockton, Fresno, same thing. Tell me more. It's like a three-hour. That is. <laughs> Who yeah. cares? Anyways, and if you're wondering about prep basketball, they are currently in tournaments. We will discuss more as the New Year's turn around. That is my North State update. Wait, going back to – no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rudy's here. He is not ducking his bookie this week, so he can make a public appearance. You have 27 <laughs> seconds, sir. 27 seconds? 27 seconds. 27 seconds. That was epic. That was great. Your boy had an epic weekend. Epic week, by the way. Uh, can we say 47 units, baby? 47, wow. boy. I killed it. And Damn. it all started off with the George Kittle first touchdown score against Seattle at plus 900. After I hit that, I'm like, it's going to be a good weekend, boys. Anywho, I'm not going to get into that because that's last week's money. This week, I have another teaser Sunday. Well, it starts on Thursday. Uh, Jaguars plus seven all day. We're going to link that up with the Vikings at plus four. Yes, the Vikings over the Giants. And then we're going to do the Niners. We're going to hammer the Niners all day. Hammer the Niners all day at minus seven. Single bet on that. And last but not least, I'm taking the Raiders. (laughs) All day at plus nine and a half on another teaser too. So I'm on a hot streak. I ain't fucking... I ain't losing. Ooh, Let's no. go. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Rudy. Hot streak over. Yeah. Hot streak over. It's one roll around here, Rudy. Nothing happened. We're good. All right. Let's keep it moving. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you want to talk about your Raiders over there, bud? Raiders? Yeah, what, what happened? Epic win. Epic win. They're up 17 to 3, and then. Uh, a pick six, a fumble, no, a pick six, a 40-yard dash from uh, Stevenson, I believe, to uh, tie it up. Long story short, they were tied 24-24, and then what happens? Jacob, uh, Jacoby Myers 
Throws a lateral How? across the field. Yeah. That gets picked off. And then uh, Mac Jones receives the most epic stiff arm yes. of the weekend. That was probably, uh, sorry, Leo, that was the picture of the weekend, I feel. Yeah. Was, yeah. was Mac Jones being shoved to the ground. 100%. Like, eat dirt. Yeah. 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 Messi was incredible, but that was, that's that was, how the weekend, that's how be the weekend rem- should be remembered. Yeah. yeah I'm, Just I'm sorry. the most yeah. colossal bonehead play we've ever seen. Now, you got to give, Jacoby Myers the one that threw the ball yeah. across the field, correct? You got to give the guy a little bit of uh, take some of the blame off him because he did get put in a very precarious situation by the running back, whoever it was from Ramondre Stevenson. Thank you. Um, why are you pitching it to begin with? Great question. Like, we, yeah. we, we, it probably confused. Yeah, you just need to go down, my dude. Like it's Tied over. Game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Take the OT. Yep, it's a going OT. But yeah, uh, tough that he got put in that situation. Granted, still stupid. Like you could have gone down too. So you had two boneheads really in uh, in one play. That's uh, that's a uh, that's a. Uh, I think it's a Patriot record right there. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know what else was beautiful? The Cowboys losing. Oh, uh, on a walk-off gosh. defensive play. Nothing Nothing will make my weekend like a Niners victory and a Cowboys loss. Oh, it yeah. was just beautiful. To the Jags, too. Yeah. yeah. I, I have Jags. the Jags. Moneyline, Jags plus four, mm, Jags 11. It. I love that game from the get-go. And then them winning it outright was even, oh, that was so beautiful. Mm, Shout out to you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pepe shouts, uh, sorry, auntie, I'm sorry about your team, but uh, here we are. couple grinds my gears, wrap the show up in the next minute and a half. Yeah, I, yeah, got, I got one. Do you got one? Yeah. All right, I got a quick one. You know what really grinds my gears? Windshield wipers. Why is this the way we're removing moisture from our wind- windshields in 2022? <laughs> That's still what we're doing. Just two sticks just going back and forth across our windshield. That's what we're doing in 2022. It's unbelievable. And then I have to replace them every other year. Windshield wipers are dumb. All right. Derek? You know what really grinds my gears? People that, that don't rip open their gifts. That try to, like, open oh, them nice. Just rip it open. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. It's not meant to be, like, saved. No, just rip the paper. Like, put some muscle into it. I don't yep. want to have this dainty. No, no. It's gift opening time. Open it. Yep. Yeah. Rudy, you had one? Yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? The damn refing crew for the Washington Commanders. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was one leg away from a seven-teamer. Terry McLaughlin, you know, pointing to the ref. Am I good? Obviously, he said said something because he didn't move. Boom, gets flagged. The play after that, P.I., not even called. So, yeah, that that refing crew needs to die, all of them. Whoa. (laughs) Pretty aggressive. Sam to Columbia. Uh, Do you have another one, sir? Uh, do you need me to have another one? I don't. No, it's okay then. Okay, we'll save it. Save cool. It <laughs> All right. Well, it's been real, everybody. Way to end on a. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you... <laughs> Fair enough. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I got a quick one <laughs> yeah. since it, it's relevant to this time of year. You know what really grinds my gears? Still trying to convince your child that Santa's real when their last digit ends in a teenage year. Santa is not real. If you're 13 and over, I'm sorry. (laughs) 13, that's a. I was gonna say after eight, you should be done with them. Yeah, agreed. Right? (laughs) At least double digits. At least double digits. Like you're gonna get made fun of at school. Yeah. 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 I mean that. At that point, I'm gonna be like, what else are you lying to me about? (laughs) (laughs) Is ice not real? Like. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you end the show. We'll catch Uh, y'all in a week. Game over, man. Game over. Next up, the show. Here it is! Here it is! From deep inside your audio device of choice.